Hi, this is Shubhang from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Monday, the 23rd of October. Nine months after American short seller Hindenburg Research warned of a 85% downside in Adani shares, Adani Total Gas Limited has become the first of the group's seven listed companies to achieve that valuation. The shares of the conglomerate City Gas Distributor slid as much as 2.6% to 575.7 rupees on Monday from the 24th January closing of about 3,892 rupees. While shares and bonds of some Adani companies have since recovered, particularly after the Ports to Power Group received investments from GQG partners, Adani Adani Total Gas remains the hardest hit. The latest headwind for the company is the policy announced by the Delhi government seeking mandatory conversion of all commercial vehicles to EVs by 2030. Its shares have lost about 6% this month. Hindenburg Research had alleged wide-ranging corporate malfeasance against the conglomerate that led to a market value erosion of more than $150 billion at one point. The Adani Group has denied all wrongdoing. Congress President Malikarjun Kharge has written to Prime Minister Narendra Modi objecting to the centre's decision to depute senior bureaucrats to all districts as Rath Prabharis. The idea is for them to propagate the government's development initiatives. Kharge argued that the decision is a clear violation of the Central Civil Services Conduct Rules 1964, which directs that no government servant shall take part in any political activity. He cited the move as a gross misuse of government machinery to serve the interests of the BJP. He said, and I quote, All agencies, institutions, arms, wings and departments are now officially pracharaks. In view of protecting our democracy and our constitution, it is imperative that the above orders are withdrawn immediately. Today, the Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Bureau of Indian Standards issued mandatory norms for copper products and tin containers made in the country, PTI reported. This move is to promote the localized production of these copper products and to curb imports of substandard products from overseas. On 20th of October, the Department for Promotion of Industry and Internal Trade had issued two notifications for this. The Drums and Tins Quality Control Order 2023 and the Copper Products Quality Control Order 2023. Under these orders, only those copper goods can be produced and sold in the country that bear the BIS mark. These orders will come into effect in six months. The order for copper products includes nine copper goods that are used in various industrial and domestic applications. These include copper rods and wires, and copper tubes used in heat exchangers in air conditioners and refrigerators. The BIS Act also has relaxations for small and medium industries. Once the orders are implemented, violators will be liable for imprisonment of up to two years and a fine of at least two lakh for the first offence. Subsequent offences will attract higher penalties. Former Indian cricketer and legendary spinner Bishan Singh Bedi passed away today at the age of 77 after a prolonged illness. Widely regarded as one of India's finest spinners, Bedi was an active player from 1967 to 1979. He, along with Erepali Prasanna, B.S. Chandrasekhar, N.S. Venkata Raghavan, nearly revolutionised Indian cricket in terms of spin bowling. In the 1975 World Cup, Bishan Singh Bedi helped India bag its first ever ODI victory. Bedi also served as the Indian team's captain in the late 1970s, leading the team to prominence during the Australian Test matches of the 1977-1978 season. He was also one of the most successful overseas cricketers from India at the time. 
In English county cricket, Bedi went down in history with the highest number of wickets taken by an Indian player, a total of 434 for the Northamptonshire team. He was also a coach for the Indian cricket team for a brief period in 1990. Bedi was a national selector and mentor to the next generation of cricketers such as Maninder Singh and Murli Karthik. Listeners, as you know, assembly elections are due in five states. The News Minute and News Laundry will join hands to bring you everything you need to know about the upcoming assembly elections. Do contribute to the NLTNM Election Fund so we can bring you authentic coverage from the ground and not narratives crafted in far-off studios. Being an independent news organization, we don't rely on ads. Just you, our subscribers. And if you aren't one already, head on to newslaundry.com/subscribe and choose a subscription plan of your choice. Israel airstrikes hit Gaza early on Monday following similar actions in southern Lebanon overnight. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has convened a meeting of his top generals and his war cabinet to assess the escalating conflict. Israel's bombing campaign has killed more than 4600 Palestinians according to the health authorities in Gaza. The bombings began after Hamas's rampage on southern Israeli communities which resulted in the death of 1400 people. 212 were taken into Gaza as hostages. UNICEF warned that the lives of at least 120 newborn babies in incubators in Gaza hospitals are at risk as fuel stocks run out. More than 1750 children have already been killed by Israel's retaliatory airstrikes. Fears that the Israel-Hamas war could mushroom into a wider Middle East conflict rose over the weekend, with Washington warning of a significant risk to US interests in the region. and announcing a new deployment of advanced air defenses the pentagon has already dispatched a significant amount of naval power to the middle east including two aircraft carriers support ships and about 2000 marines the stated purpose of these dispatches is to help deter attacks by iran affiliated forces along israel's northern border with lebanon the iran backed hezbollah group has clashed with israeli forces in support of Hamas in the deadliest escalation of frontier violence since the Israel-Hezbollah war in 2006. Early on Monday, Israeli aircraft struck two Hezbollah cells in Lebanon that were planning to launch anti-tank missiles and rockets towards Israel, its military said. Israel's military also said it struck other Hezbollah targets, including a compound and an observation post. Without providing specific details, Hezbollah said on Monday that one of its fighters was killed. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. News laundry is possible because of our paying subscribers. We don't run on corporate or government ads. You too can be part of changing the news model. Go to newslaundry.com/subscription. Be a part of the community that pays to keep news independent. For the smoothest news laundry experience, download our app. Watch our shows, listen to our podcasts, read our reports. Stay informed. Pay for news, protect democracy, save the world.